Just push me, buddy. I'm asking. I'm asking. Just kick my tail up here. Walking in truth and love. If you want to know anything about the book of 2 John, it is about walking in, say that with me, walking in truth and what? Love. Guys, you can love and be syrupy and soupy and, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, and all roads lead to heaven, and isn't it great, and let's hold hand and sing kumbaya. That's not truth. That's not truth. And quite frankly, that's not real love that doesn't tell somebody the truth. Yes or no? Walk in what? Truth and what? Love. That's what this little book's about. So let's look at Second John in your Bible. It's towards the back of the Bible. All right, let's just do a review. You're going to learn something today. It's the shortest book in the Bible. How about that? It's got how many verses? So what's the shortest book in the Bible? Second. Not the Gospel of John. Not First John. Not Third John. It's what book? Second John is the what book in the Bible? The shortest book in the Bible. And you already sort of know the theme of this little book. It's 13 verses. It's about truth and love. And it's not just about truth and love. It's about you walking in truth and love. Walking in truth. Walking in truth. Walking in love. Amen? So we're out of the gate and I already learned a good bit. Keep looking. Push me, buddy. Now, although his name is not mentioned, you will not see, I, the Apostle John, wrote this letter. Okay? But... It's believed that he did write the letter, and we firmly believe that John wrote this letter. Okay? Makes perfect sense. And not every book in the Bible says, I wrote this letter. But you can see by the style. You can see by the, what it's talking about. And actually, it sort of continues over the theme that we did in First John, where this group called Gnostics, people that thought you, it's not about Jesus being born. It's not about even his death on the cross. It's not even really that he was a real person. It's more about the spirit of the matter and about knowledge. It's not who you know, it's how much you know. Well, I beg to differ with that. It's who you know, not how much you know. Yes or no? You'll hear me. Now, I think you do need to know truth. But you're just hitting your head against a wall if you're trying to know truth, but you don't want to know Jesus. And you don't want to accept the fact that Jesus is real, alive, came, died on the cross, rose from the dead... But I want to believe the Bible, but I don't want to believe that part. Well, that is the Bible. That is the most important part. Yes or no? Okay, you can learn the Ten Commandments. I love them. We'll teach them to you. I love all kinds of the, uh, the Bible. The Beatitudes. We can learn and learn and learn to the cows come home. But do you know Christ as your Savior? Okay, that's the big granddaddy of them all. Amen. Say that you need to know Christ. So, he's continuing that same kind of theme in this book. Now, it's the only book in the Bible addressed to a lady and her kids. You won't find another book like it in the Bible addressed to a woman and her children. Isn't that odd, say? Short little letter to a, a godly woman and her young'uns. Now, it's to all of us, but specifically to her. He was trying to help her. You'll see what he does. Keep looking. The elder unto the what? Help me, church. The elder unto the what? Elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but all they that have known the truth. Love you, ma'am. This week I took Kim to Pennsylvania. We, our anniversary was the first of the month. And we, I like to go on a cruise. I'm telling you that right now. For two reasons. One, I live in Florida. It's easy to get on one. Two, in September, it is cheap. 
I couldn't stay at a motel for the price I can get a cruise and you're going to take me somewhere and feed me? It's like, who wouldn't do that? But this year, I took her to Pennsylvania. Right, baby doll? Took her to Pennsylvania. She hadn't been home to her hometown in 23 years or something. Is that about right? And she can share with you some of her life sometimes and some of the choices she made that weren't good choices. You ever left a place and you were glad to get out of there and left some bad memories? And sometimes those bad memories can cloud all the good times, the growing up years, the good things. And so we went back. And that was my anniversary gift to her. I'm going to take you back home. You're going to show me where you went to high school and elementary school. Show me where you live. Amen. We went to a fair. That's why we picked this past week, the Autumn Leaf Fair. How many know that Autumn Leaf Fair up in that area, Pennsylvania? Some of you can relate. Good, 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 good. We went to that fair. That's the week she wanted to go. So that all, the, all the fair would be there and the vendors all week long in the streets. And she wanted some crispy French fries with vinegar on them. How many know about that? I don't know a thing about any of that. Where I'm from, we don't put vinegar on it. We mix vinegar in our barbecue sauce. That's what we do down south. Amen. But anyway, had a great time. Had a great, great, great time this past week. And uh, anyway, I know I'm getting a little off, off sideways. I have no idea why I went that story, but it was a scripture up there that sort of prompted my mind like that. But that's what I did this past week with Kim. It was a great time, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to, to experience time. Roger, you're going to have to help me. Maybe I'll connect the dot again, okay? Back up, this, back up the screen before. Let me see where I was at. Back up the screen. Okay, the elder and the lady, I see you. Not only, but all those that have known the truth. Amen. Have no idea, but you got a good story out of it. <laughs> At least you know where Kim and I were this week. Whatever. Do any of y'all, did y'all experience this when you were getting like mid-50s and going, does this happen? (laughs) Thank God I've got a screen and a man named Raj. Here we go. It's believed this little book, it was an actual woman and her kids. Now, some people say, well, the church is called the lady or the bride. It is. But you know what? I believe this was written to an actual woman and her children. But it's also for who? It's for the church and it's for all of us. That's what the Word of God is. It's for us to learn. It's because the church is called the bride of Christ. What do we see in this little book? First of all, say that top with me. He what? He commends her. Now, this is the old apostle John. Way on up in years, probably 50 years after Christ crucified, resurrected. Okay? And John sort of, he ain't retired by any means, but boy, he's coming out of something and he's fighting. He's fighting for truth. And that's what he did in the book of 1 John. And he's continuing that fight in this little book right here. And the next book's pretty cool, the book of 3 John. We're going to do it next week. You'll see the old fellow. Not only is he, is he coming back into the fight, wanting to fight, he's literally going to pop somebody in the mouth next week in the next book. Okay? The old guy. You'll see. You'll see next week. So, he commends her. The elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I what? Love in the truth. And not only I, ma'am, he's saying, not only me, but all those that have known the truth, they love you. For the truth's sake, which dwells in us and shall be with us, what? Forever. You know, things pass away. Things happen in our life. But the word of our Lord abides forever. Truth never fails. 
And you shall know the what? Truth. And the truth shall set you what? Free. Man, and Jesus is called, I am the way, the what? Truth and the life. Nobody can come to the Father but through Jesus. The truth of God's Word and of Christ will never pass away. So He's commending her. Grace be unto you. Mercy and peace. So grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in what? Truth and what? I'm going to tell you something. It's such a small little book, the word truth and love and love and truth. You couldn't pack it in here any tighter in 13 verses. So there's no doubt what the theme of this book is. It's what? Truth and what? That's what it's about. He said, I rejoice greatly. Here's the old apostle. I rejoice greatly when all these crazy Gnostic leaders in the church are screwing up people's heads. He found this woman. He said, I rejoice greatly that I found of your children and you walking in the truth. Not all of y'all going crazy down there at that church. Amen. Say, he found this woman. I rejoice over you. As we've received commandment of God, from the Father, you have continued to believe the truth. You haven't believed the lie of people. But you continue to hold on to Jesus and His Word. Amen? I love this. So he commends her. Now you can't read these verses without getting hit by two words. What are they? Truth and what? Love. Come on. Keep going. I love you in truth. Those that know you love you. You and the children are walking in what? Truth. That's what he's saying. He commends her. It's all about what? Say it with me loud. Truth and... You know what Christianity is about? You know what church is about? You know why we get together? You don't know why we're on this planet? It's about what? Truth and what? One more time. It's about truth and love. Okay? That's why we're here. That's what we're to be about. And one is not complete without the other. One is not complete without the other. I love you. Tell you, tell you why it's this. I love you, but I lie to you like a dog. Try that. Amen? Or try this. To be so, you know, truth, 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 truth. This is truth, this is truth, but without love. Try that on them. Yes or no? Truth is awesome, but it must be seasoned and sprinkled always with love. For it to go down good. Amen. Say. You hear me? Truth without love. If you, if you have truth without love, it leads to what? Legalism. Truth. And people brag. That's what they do. They get so mm, full of themselves. And, they, and you know what? You don't want to be around them, do you? Say. They're so perfect. They think they are. But they've missed this. And the greatest of these is what? Love never what? Fails. So you need love because it will lead to legalism. That's what the Pharisees did and do and we still do. Jesus said, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you're hypocrites. You pay your tithe of even mint. That's little tea leaves. You not only give everything, you know, the money, this. No, they counted their tea leaves. If they had ten tea leaves, they'd give one of those. What did I give that one? So they can tell everybody, I even gave my tea leaves. <laughs> That's what they did. What are you scribes, hypocrites? You pay the tithe of mint and anise and cumin, all your spices in your shelf, and you've omitted the weightier matters of the law. Judgment, mercy, and faith. Now these you ought to do, have done, but don't leave the other what? 
undone. You blind guys, he wasn't done with them. You strain at a gnat. And that's what they do. Can't eat a dead body. See, that's what the law teaches. So they get their strainer out. Got to make sure there ain't no gnat in the tea. <laughs> How many probably ate a gnat in your life? Can I see your hand? Okay, come on. You'll be fine. Here we go. Do you see the point? Yes or no? He's making a point. You strain at a gnat, you swallow a camel. Can't eat this. But you're so stupid because you're not walking in love and you've just totally perverted what my truth is all about. So what he's saying to these guys. One of you scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, you may clean the outside of the cup. Ooh, look, I'm so clean. I'm so, look at me. I'm perfect. Hair just right. Mm, yes. Dress perfectly. Look at me. But on the inside, you're full of extortion and what? Excess. Even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within you're full of what? Hypocrisy and what? Sin. Iniquity. Amen? So, truth without love can lead to legalism. Let's look at another one. How, how, how is God on truth? Oh, He'll let me buy. He'll let me slide. Did you know God puts His Word above His name? Did you know a good name is more to be desired than pictures of gold, the Bible says, and apples of, and apples of silver, I think it says? Okay? A good name. Well, the Lord's name is holy, holy, holy. It ain't just holy. It's what? Sit with me. It's holy, holy, holy. You can't get more emphasis than that. So listen. The Lord, when He says something... Don't think you're going to get to heaven. That's going to be funny. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be sad. You're going to get to heaven and think it was your good works that's going to get you in. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I know. You worked for the post office or you were a job at down here. Or you, you, know, you, were, you had all this authority. Whatever somewhere. I don't know what it might be. You think that's going to fly with God? Say. Say. I was in government. That's going to be funny right there. I'm just saying to you right there. Amen. Say. Here's how he is on his word. And he doesn't care if you don't like it. You can think of him that he's a hard God. You know what he said? Care less what you think. Truth is truth. Look at this little story right quick. David and the Ark of the Covenant. Let us bring again the Ark of God to, uh, for us. And we inquired not, it at, not, uh, we inquired not at it in the days of Saul. And all the congregation said that they would do so, for the thing was what? It was right in the eyes of the people. That could be a little problem right there. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Ohio, not Ohio, Ohio. Back that up, let me say it again. And Ohio drove the cart. And David and all of Israel played before God with all of their might and with singing and with harps and with psalteries and timbrels and cymbals and trumpets. This is the Ark of the Covenant. And when they came into the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the Ark because the Ark stumbled. And the Ark of God's going to fall. i got to hold it. Sounds normal. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he killed him. God struck him dead because he put his hand to the ark. And he died before the Lord. Here's a guy trying to keep the ark from falling, and all he does is put his hand on it, and God kills him. What's that lesson teach us? 
It says if God, it's teaching us, if God said it, you better believe it. And he's going to stand by his word. He's not going to go, well, you know, but it was fallen. They're having a meeting in heaven. God don't have no meeting. He's holy. Don't need to have a meeting. Everything he says is right and perfect and true. He doesn't need to go back and think about it. Amen say. That's why in the Bible, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He don't need to rewrite it and say some big bang happened and here you are, boom. Yeah. You understand? Yes or no? He has absolute truth. And there are consequences when you don't obey His truth. People will say, how can a loving God send anybody to hell? He's not willing that anybody should perish. He made the way clear, perfect for everybody. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be what? For God so loved the who? That He gave His only begotten Son. He that has a Son has what? Life. He did that and that. It's that simple. What did the Bible teach about this little lesson in the ark? See, they knew this. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings on the sides of the ark, that the ark may be born with these sticks. And the staves shall be in the rings of the ark. They shall not be what? Taken from it. And by the way, the bottom line is, don't take... There's other scripture there, but the bottom line, if you do that and you touch it, the day you do that, you're going to die. Did it happen to us even though the situation seemed like it needed a hand? That's how big God is on truth. Did I lose you on all that this morning or not? Good, 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 good. Verse 3, grace be unto you, mercy and peace from God the Father, from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Keep looking. When you have truth and love, here's what you get. When you have truth and love, when you walk in truth and love, say this with me, you get what? Grace, you get some mercy, and you get some what? That would right there tell me I want to do this. Amen. You're telling me if I walk in truth and love, yeah, you're going to get some grace and mercy and peace. That's exactly right. That's God's favor, God's compassion, and you're going to get God's given tranquility in your life. We're nuts. We're nuts. I don't believe that Bible, do you? You're crazy. We should just love people. Well, we should love people, but believe His Word too. Because when I do that, I'm getting a basket load of goodies. Amen. Say God's good to me. That's a great five for two deal. These, these incredible things you're going to get when you do this. Praise God. You do truth and love, you're going to get all kinds of other stuff. Walking in truth and love. Just walking through the book now. We're going to push me now. So he commends her first. Now he commands her. He commands her. And now I beseech you, lady. Not as though I wrote a new commandment. This ain't new. But that which we had from the beginning, that we do what? Love one another. And this is love, that we walk after His what? To say you love the Lord, but His Word doesn't mean squat to you? Try that in marriage. We, get, we think we're getting by with that with God, but God has a relationship with us. And he wants a relationship with us. And you'll, you'll not abide in truth and believe truth at your own peril. That's what's being said here. Keep walking in this truth. Okay? It's not a new commandment. And this is love that we walk after His commandments. And this is the commandment that you've heard from the beginning that you should do what? Walk in it. Walk in truth. He commands her to do what? Just review. To walk in truth and love. That's what He's saying to her. Love one another. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God. He that loveth not knows not who? 
For God is love. We're to love one another. Absolutely. We've already talked about that. But you need to walk in truth. And the Word was made flesh, Jesus, and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory as the glory of the only begotten as the Father, full of grace and what? Truth. Truth. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is truth. You shall know the what? Truth. And the truth shall set you what? Or make you what? Free. Truth. We're to walk in truth. And because I tell you, Jesus said the what? And you believe not. We don't think it's loving sometimes, guys. I really want to give you, and I might not even finish this morning, Raj. We'll do our best. It is not loving to not stand up for the truth. Like to have friends. and You know, I want to be friendly and loving, and I don't want to bring up two things you can't talk about. What are they? Politics and... Well, that's bull. I think you can talk about both of them. Especially if you do it in truth and love. What's wrong with even talking about politics if you just tell the truth? Say, well, that would be a novel thing, wouldn't it? But listen, you're no friend, and you, you're not, you might not like me for this. You're not really a good friend if your friend is going to hell because what they're believing is not truth. And you just keep it, I'm going to love them, and I'm going to love them. Well, I hope as you're loving, you're, so, you're sowing some seeds too, seeds of truth. I'm not saying get in their face. But to say somehow, I value our friendship too much to, to talk about the Lord. No, you don't value the Lord as much as you do your friendships. You hear me? Yes or no? Not saying shove it down people's face. But to live a lie, that's a lie. Or to think, well, you know, they're good people and they're, you know, religions out there. The Bible says if you don't have Christ, you're going to hell. When are we going to wake up and believe that? Say, yes or no? Come on, man. Tough stuff. Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by who? Me. Now, either he's a liar or somebody else is lying. You know what I believe? Somebody else is lying. Amen. Say, come on. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved to my Father, and I'm going to love him and I'm going to manifest myself to him. You might wonder, why don't I have a great relationship with God? I believe in Christ. I you know, I want to have a closer relationship. Well, maybe it's that you're not walking in truth and keeping His Word and His commandments. Not saying you're, you're not a believer, but this is important. Walking in what? Truth and love. And this was written to a lady. He, I think he's doing it pretty sweetly, isn't he? The fact of the matter is, she's doing it. She's doing it. She's doing it. This letter wasn't written to dear Fred, Okay. Which is it's just crazy. There's a woman that's strong, and she's living for God. Doesn't mention her husband. It's like it's a single mama raising her young'uns. And she's a faithful woman of God. You ever known anybody like that? Say, come on, praise God. Now, he cautions her. He commends her. He commands her, and he cautions her. Be on guard against who? Against Satan. Many deceivers are entered into the world. And he's talking about these jokers right now. He's talking about right there at the time. These Gnostics that are preaching false false doctrine. They confess not that Jesus has come in the flesh. Is that what they did say? Of course it is. 
This is a what? Say it with me. A what? Deceiver and a what? And that word antichrist means against Christ. To deny that Christ came in the flesh, you can, you can say, yeah, but I, you know, I sort of believe in Jesus. That's what the Koran does. But it denies that Christ came in the flesh, died on the cross, rose from the dead. They absolutely reject the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. Did you hear me? Yes or no? You know what the Bible calls that? Antichrist. Against Christ. That's not truth. Is that yes or no? Say if there are any that come to you, what do you mean? What's he writing about? These jokers are leading the church. They're going into the homes. They're the leaders. They're... He says, look, if any of them come to your house and bring not this doctrine, what doctrine? That Jesus Christ is the Son of God who was born of a virgin. He came in the flesh. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. It ain't just about, well, you know, I know, I know stuff. If they come to your house, don't you even bid them what? Say it with me. Say it with me. Don't even bid them what? Guys, there's, there's groups out there. There's a group called Jehovah's Witnesses that uh, deny much of the truth about Jesus Christ. Okay? They deny the Trinity. They deny that Jesus was... God Himself. They deny that. Okay? That's not truth. Did you hear me say? But yet and still we're going to stand there at the door with them and talk and talk to the cows come home. It's not happening. I'm not going to be ugly unless I have to be. Don't want to be. But I'm not going to sit there and listen to false teaching. Yes or no? I'm going to believe the truth. But if you don't know the truth, you can get sucked in. That's why he's writing this letter to this lady. He says, look, ma'am, you're doing right. You're doing good. Don't even invite these false teachers during the day into your home. He didn't want her to get screwed up, did he say? No. For he that bids him God's speed is partaker of his what? Evil deeds. That doesn't even sound loving, does it? Well, it is loving. Did it sound loving when God killed Uzzah because he touched the ark? didn't sound loving. But it's right because he said don't do it. This is right because God says don't do it. Did y'all hear me, yes or no? Is this tough teaching this morning or y'all going to make it? I think you'll be fine. Now you're being on guard against Satan, he said. He distorts the truth. He slips in. He slips in. Be on guard against self. Against self. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, that we receive a full reward. Don't just be on guard against Satan. Be on guard against yourself. I'm my own worst enemy many times. My kooky head. Amen. Say, we need to be on guard against that. Whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ has not God. He that abides in the doctrine of Christ, he has both what? The Father and the Son when you abide in Christ. Amen. Be on guard against yourself. Don't ever depart from the truth. Amen. Say, well, so-and-so was mean to me. Or, you know, I can't believe God let this happen. This person in my life loved me, walked away, or, or my relative was died. What's that got to do with the truth of God's Word? Don't depart from the truth just because things are bad happen in your life. Don't you want to keep your feet firm? Say, 
boy, remember this little book. Go back to this lady. And he's commending her because she ain't slipping. She's doing great. She's doing great. And her youngins, by the way. What a good little book. Don't slip away. Be on guard. Be intolerant. Wow, that's a crazy word I put on the screen. Isn't it? Say, be intolerant. I'm a horrible person if you put that on the screen. No, be intolerant. Get your theology from the Bible and not anywhere else. Be intolerant. Yeah, praise the Lord. Get your theology from the Bible. Yeah, but he's so nice or he's handsome or they're sweet. I could give a rip. Is it the Bible or ain't it? Amen. Say, come on. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed unto God's what? Word. Amen. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's about the word, man. Forever, O Lord, your word is what? Settled in heaven. That's what Uzzah found out. Amen. Your word's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto our path. That's what Mitchell found out. What he said this morning, wasn't it? Even though he walked away, God didn't. Amen. Say. And that word was a lamp and he could see his way home. Hallelujah. Amen? That's why we got to stay with truth. Are y'all hearing me or not? Say. How many would relate to Mitch and say, that was me too, preacher? I get that. I got that clear as crystal. Praise God. Amen. Good. Be intolerant. Do introspection. Check yourself out with this message today. Check yourself out. What do you think? I've given enough out there to where you're going to have some homework. That's for sure. I'm not here to criticize you. I'm here to help you. Anything that I've said today is probably something I struggle with. Amen? I come across like, boy, he's just got it all down pat. I don't have it all down pat. The Word has it all down pat. Between me and the Word is the devil. And that's where I have problems. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. And there's my flesh. I struggle. So I commend you, he says, if you're walking in truth and love. I commend you. I command you to walk in truth and love. I caution you to walk in truth and love. That's this book, and that is the good news, and we're done. Come on, praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. Boom. Praise God. The book of...